Hi, I'm Evelyn Lucas Cunningham, and welcome to the Feel Better Every Day podcast, helping you connect with and take better care of yourself and create a life you don't need to retreat from. Welcome to episode five of the Feel Better Every Day podcast. Today's guest is Yasmin Shaheen Zafar. We're talking polyvagal theory, we're talking neurodiversity, and as you listen, I encourage you to think about the parts of yourself that you might have only got to know recently and ways in which you might accept your whole self um, rather than beating yourself up for being the way you are because the way you are is absolutely perfect for you and it's about learning to work with that. I hope you enjoy listening as much as I enjoyed talking to Yasmin. Welcome Yasmin Shaheen Zafa. Um, I hope I pronounced that right. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me on the Feel Better Every Day with um podcast and I'm aware we've just had a little bit we almost had a cameo from Rainbow Magnificat but she got shy at the last minute um thank you for joining me I met you through an online group for neurodivergent therapists and we bonded over our love for all things polyvagal theory and how effective it is you've got this beautiful um deck of cards the polyvagal team um out and I'd love you to say a little about how long you've been doing this work and what you're working on at the moment. Okay, so um, yeah, so thanks so much for inviting me. And it was awesome to meet Cat Magnificent. Um, So polyvagal. So I um, first was introduced to polyvagal theory um, when I started my therapy journey. Um, And this was when I was, well, I was halfway through my therapy journey then. And I was training. And I went to my therapist and I was like, I don't know why, but because at at the time, freeze and fight were really well, no, sorry, fight or flight were really well-known states. And um, I said, it's really weird, you know, that um, when I'm under stress or I just freeze and I can't say things mm-hmm. or you know I don't know what to say and um, I my head becomes cloudy and she was the one who then introduced me to polyvagal principles well yeah. polyvagal theory um and I just absorbed it and then I did my own research um and at the time my daughter was quite young and being a mom and I didn't know I was neurodivergent yeah. I, um, and I always swore that I was not going to be a shouty mom, but that's what I was becoming. Um, and I really didn't want to be like that. And then when I started using polyvagal theory and its principles and learning more and learning about emotions and behaviors and how, you know, their defensive states. Yeah. So I really applied it to my own life and I was like wow I mean the the proof is in the pudding I guess Uh, my daughter we have an amazing relationship Um, she actually supports me with all the exhibitions on polyvagal teen exhibitions when we're out there um, 
showing like the cards and selling resources and programs. Um, so, yeah. So then I was like, how do I explain this to my clients in a really yeah. simple, engaging way? There's um, so much jargon around it, even though it's so obvious once people learn to work with their own um, vagus nerve with their own nervous system but the jargon can be off-putting yeah I mean um, I've got so much respect for Dr Stephen Porges and Mm. Deb Dana has done an amazing job translating it yeah but I was like still you know without my client's eyes glazing over how do I engage them and also um talk to them about how you know our nervous system's always on this journey mm-hmm. of today of yesterday of you know generations before and how that impacts us today yeah um so I created these cards and yeah. then I created a therapist program uh now I have a schools program mm-hmm. um and it's like especially if you're a neurodivergent parent and perhaps you've got you know at the time I didn't know that I had sensory processing challenges yeah so things like you know my daughter crying or screaming would really irritate me and could send me into rage um and it's really changed my life um on recognizing those sensations in your body yeah I've gone on to become a neurofeedback practitioner uh-huh. that is with the vagus nerve but mm-hmm. also brain waves yeah um, so there'll be links for everyone in the show notes because you do so much amazing stuff and I'm really intrigued to know what you do for yourself so I would love to know first of all if you had all the time and energy and space in the world, what would you do as a morning routine? If I had, I would most definitely um, do reformer Pilates mm-hmm. every day yeah. um, because I feel that's so amazing. Um, I'm not so much of a yoga person, but some stretches, but reformer Pilates. I go once a week at the moment. Uh, but I would buy my own reformer equipment and have that, have my own reformer studio at home. Um, as I have got older, I'm um, from the Muslim faith, but I was never really like religious. But I've started to really appreciate in Islam that you're meant to pray five times a day. Uh-huh. And I may not do that, but somewhere in me it's there to set aside some time wonderful for myself and to so either if I'm at home I work from home um go out in the garden yeah um, barefooted if it's not horrendous weather and just feel the ground yeah and um what about if you're in a rush, you are perhaps ill or injured or like kind of if things are not going according to plan, what is your essential self-care? Um, I take my hand mm-hmm. and I just place it on my chest or on my heart where it feels comfortable. And I will just slow down and feel where my nervous system is. Yeah. Quite often, this can really help me to bring myself back down. Yeah. 
Um, and I now do it if I'm watching television, perhaps, and this, yeah. or I hear something on the news. And to just really sense, where's my nervous system? And mm-hmm. to bring it right down. Yeah. So soothing yourself and, yeah, helping. Yeah, I think so it's from Havening, I sort of adapted that for myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I think people will find something that's good for them. Yeah. They might find it uncomfortable having their hand on their chest. Yeah. It could be, you know, their yeah. head or something. But it's that taking that time to honour that something is having an impact on their nervous system, on them. Mm. And rather than stop it, you shouldn't be so sensitive or whatever it might be. Uh, it's OK. It's like that. Yeah. Coming in. So um, what about later in the day? What about perhaps bedtime routine or like you've mentioned once a week Pilates reformer? What are your ideal self and uppercase S self care? Yeah, so my ideal would be that, you know, I take my makeup off, I tone, I wash, I tone, I moisturize, I do a few stretches, I brush my teeth, but I don't always manage that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes I I'm starting over the past few years starting to realize it's a self-care but maybe a neurodivergent thing I get hyper focused onto something yeah a project next minute it's three in the morning Uh and I go to sleep without brushing my teeth you know um so I'm trying to like be more aware yeah I just feel it's it's okay to slip up every now and again. And I think that is something that's so important. It's about the way we talk to ourselves about it Um, and knowing that certain things help us feel better and we don't always manage them. And yeah. um, yeah. What about um, if you could go back in time and give yourself younger you some love, some advice, what you wish you'd known perhaps as a child or before you started the journey with the therapy and polyvagal theory? Um, I wish I'd known about emotional regulation Mm -hmm. because I was never able to emotionally regulate. um, And therefore I was never able to actually get my knee. I was never able to self advocate for myself. Yeah. Because normally I'd be crying. Yeah. um, You know, or getting angry. Yeah. Uh, then from the crying it was anger um and then in situations it became about the crying or about anger so the underlying issue or challenge sort of never got solved yeah i think emotional regulation is so important it's for relationships it's relationship with yourself yeah um and just knowing that i'm good enough yeah yeah And the thing is, what I love and also despair over is all this is so simple, but that doesn't make it easy. And it's like everyone needs to know that they're enough, they're good enough, they're not too much, they're lovable, they're worthy. And yeah, the more, like, I I love what you just did with your hands, the very gentle coming in, checking in and yeah. Yeah. as I said, it's going to be in the show notes, but where can people find you online? Okay, so um, Red Kite Therapy is my online um, platform, a website rather, for um, one-to-one therapy. And I run some uh, six-session solution-focused, eight-session 
solution focused programs for parenting, communication and managing ADHD. Uh-huh. Um, and also on polyvagalteen.com, uh, the resources can be found. I do have now a board which I can show you quickly. Wonderful. It, it, yeah. it, it wasn't here last time. No, I remember you were talking about yeah, being so, in the like prototype stages. So this and... is the second one. Brilliant. And um, Deb Donna uses the uh, metaphor of the ladder. Uh-huh. And I basically wanted to illustrate how our um, nervous system is always on a journey. Mm -hmm. So if you're a therapist, you can put this out and you can place models or figures of people in your life, challenges, where their nervous system was or is, or perhaps yours is, and where you would like to go, move to. Yeah. Place obstacles. You can use the cards or you can use you know, sun train models, yeah. around the house even, and really sort of moving your pieces around, really emphasising that journey. Absolutely. And that it, it's nothing's permanent. It's all temporary. It all passes. Yeah, and slow. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. It's been an absolute delight. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me, um, Evie. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, review, leave a comment, ask any questions, share. Um, I'd love as many people as possible to have access to this because, as you can hear, even those of us who work with self-care on a daily basis have challenges ourselves because we're all human and it changes moment by moment as to whether something is self-care or if something is potentially punitive. I really hope you especially enjoyed this episode and that you're able to connect with the less typical parts of yourself and comfort them, soothe them, help yourself regulate. Let me know how you get on in the comments and next week I look forward to sharing my interview with um, Mummy Soul Coach, um, Saruka Shah. If you're listening to this in real time, um, we're in the base chakra part of our chakra journey, the Love Your Whole Self 2024. If you're listening to this in the future, you'll still be able to access all of that via selfcarecoaching.net.